Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's Friday, and you know what that means. It is Takes on Takes here on the Prospects and Props podcast. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner back with you here once again on the show. You provide the takes. We provide the reaction. The producer microphone gets flipped around. You guys are in charge of the show. We are just here uh, just to react to whatever you have to say for us. Whatever stupid shit you put in the chat. All right. Well, I'm going to now have to put the e-tag on this, and probably for one of the uh, lamest reasons that we've ever used it is, Jamie, calling out the listeners of the show. We've got a couple of takes here for us to discuss here on the show today, a handful of them that I think we'll sidebar into a couple of different conversations. We will start with a take from our friend Bailey here, because I think this one is going to generate a lot of conversation. The take, more DCs will get head coaching jobs next year than OCs. Dan Quinn, Ijiro Evero, and Big Lou Anarumo should all be hot names. Brian Flores and Aaron Glenn got interviews this cycle. Even a guy like Sean Desai will probably have high stocks after managing an elite unit. So, Jamie, I think the the right way to do this is to see if we can come up with a similar amount of names on the offensive side of the ball that will be in the mix. Yeah, I'm selling this take, by the way. Um, Eric Bieniemy, okay. Thomas Brown. Well, hold on. Ben Does Eric Bieniemy count? Because he's just going to take over the commander's job when they fire Ron Rivera. That's all that matters is get hired as head coach. That's fair. Okay, so Eric Bieniemy, Ben Johnson. Thomas Brown are three that Thomas immediately Brown. come to mind for me. I just um, I just did this show last week where I talked about. I would coaches. say, Chris, you 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 have you have I do the name is more freshly in your head. Um, I don't. I mean, could Kafka get interviews? If Kafka has another no. year like this past year with the efficiency of the Giants' offense, he'll get interviews. Um. Okay. 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 If okay. the Los Angeles Chargers. Have a very, very good season. Oh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore's okay. getting interviews. It's happening. So I'm trying to think of who else. Any other names? So those are why those are four or five names we've already yeah. we've already brought up. Um I don't think like I'm trying to think of other top offensive names that could get like I don't think Nagy's gonna get interviews. Would Shane, yeah, Shane Waldron, would he get some interviews? I don't think so. I don't think their offense is gonna be very good. So that would kind of be the reasoning behind that. Um, Michael Lafleur. I don't think the Rams are going to be good enough for him to get head coaching. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think. Is there anybody else that I'm missing on the offensive side? I'm just um, kind of run, scanning through teams. Jim in my Bob head. Cooter, Bobby Slowick. No, no. Brian Callahan, Todd Monken. No. Does Bill no. O'Brien get some interviews? I don't think so. Does Ken Dorsey, Frank Smith? Dorsey, maybe. Frank Smith, no. So it's close. It's close, but I think historical trends tell us offense that offensive guys right now, uh, and I, I think I named, like, I feel better about some of the, especially the first handful of guys that we named uh, getting opportunities over even some of the top defensive yeah. guys. That I mean, Dan today. Quinn, each of the last two years, has outright rejected jobs to go back to Dallas and stay, right? So it's not like a guarantee that he's going to leave. Evero is going to be in his first year in Carolina. Will he get interviewed? Sure, but I don't know if he'll definitely leave. And Luana Ruma was a finalist for a couple of jobs and didn't get one this past year. So there is some concern there. And again, offense is going to reign supreme, I think, at this juncture. 
And so I think names like Ben Johnson, Eric Bieniemy, Kellen Moore, I think those are names that are going to be more popular, yeah. especially if their teams play well offensively. Like if the Lions continue to to show offensively what we saw from them last year, and you add in Sam Laporta and you add in Jameer Gibbs and they win the division, yep. Ben Johnson is going to get oh yeah a ton of interviews, a ton. So I am I'm going to sell this take, but it's close. It's close. Uh, we've got a pair of food takes, Jamie. Pair of food takes. Okay. Do you want the, these. Do you want the dessert food take first, or do you want the no, condiment Chris, food take first? Chris, do you start with dessert when you make a when you prepare your meal? You never start with dessert. You always finish with. Dessert. You never start with dessert. Correct. Okay, so this, let's start with condiment. This take from Corey, and I think it has to do with our conversation last week about hot dogs and what you put on a hot dog and everything that goes oh, yeah. on there. Mustard in all forms is the king of condiments. Its versatility and taste are unmatched. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so I like mustard, I'm gonna, but I'm, I'm not a mustard stan. I'm going to very quickly like, do a top five big board condiments. I'm going to work on it. I'm but I don't know. I, I, I on the can't say it's the king of condiments. Uh, like, I like mustard. Mustard's perfectly fine. Honey mustard, number one. Of Bar- all condiments or of mustards? Barbe- no, no, no. Because I, I don't think regular mustard's even going to make this list. Barbecue sauce, number okay. two. Uh, how honey mustard's the king of of. It's a, it's a, it's a first run through the list. We, if okay, any, well, if, you're if you're a regular listener two, to anything like, that okay. I do, you know we just do a list one time and then we change it based on what we talk about. It's talk not about a regular listener then. Okay. Um, ketchup. How are we defining ketchup though? Like, does that does that is that a catch all for like Chipotle ketchup or the spicy ketchup for Whataburger? Like, what am I doing with all this? Speaking um, of that, Chick Fil A sauce is going to be a top five condiment. I think if you're going to do a catch-all for ketchup, you have to do a catch-all for mustard, except for honey mustard. I, I, I'm willing to. Separate they're different. Honey they're not out. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're it's 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 like a, it's a half. So mustard. honey mustard, barbecue sauce, ketchup, Chick Fil A sauce, and what else do I want to put on this list? Uh, Cane sauce is a is a is a is a, is a possibility. That's being very specific, though. Yeah, it's it's it, it, I guess it's technically true. It's just weird feeling like that's a condiment, but it is. I get it, but it's weird calling it a condiment because I feel like nobody ever calls it a condiment. Okay. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it feels I just weird. think mustard's over. I think mustard's trash. I hate mustard. No, I know you hate mustard. Yeah, and I'm not a fan. Uh, and, and again, I don't think it's the king of condiments. I think the king of condiments is still ketchup. <sighs> barbecue sauce might have a word. Barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce is close. Barbecue sauce is just spicy ketchup. Because I disagree with that take, but I think what you can do with barbecue sauce is you can put it on a burger. You can yeah. eat it with a steak. You could put it on a hot dog. I wouldn't, but you could. You could put it on I a mean, hot dog. Theoretically, you mean to put anything on a hot dog. You could dip French fries, chicken nuggets. Like, there's just so much that you can do with barbecue, barbecue sauce. Yeah, you might be, might be and, right. And the take, was, I I feel like... the take was about versatility. What's more versatile yeah. than barbecue sauce right now? Yeah. I think you're right. You could put barbecue, barbecue sauce on sauce nachos. People do. Right. So I think barbecue sauce is the king. Here. Ribs. Ribs. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, there's... Wings. Yeah. You could... Here's the thing. You could put barbecue sauce on chicken. Mm-hmm. You can put barbecue sauce on pork. Yep. You can put barbecue sauce on beef. Yep. Heck, you can even use it to uh, glaze a fish. You could do that. It's not that not many condiments that that work in all in all no. those facets. Chick fil A sauce doesn't work like that. Ketchup no. doesn't work like that. It does not. Honey Especially mustard don't work like that. It don't. So barbecue sauce, the king of condiments. Honey mustard has the added versatility of potentially being a salad dressing too. Which helps. It's true. Cause. It helps it. It helps on the list. But it's still still not as versatile as barbecue sauce. So we're gonna sell this take. Is what we're, is what we're doing. We're selling it. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go right into the dessert food take, or do you want to save it? 
No, go into the. No, I'm already hungry, so let's go into the dessert take. Steak from Heldy. Lemon flavored desserts are S tier. S tier. Okay. I, I have a hot take here. <sighs> no, but go ahead. Lemon flavored stuff is overrated. Lemons are overrated. I tend to agree. Like, what, I don't think it's bad. Like, like anything good. Go- Anything good with lemon that I think of is not only lemon. Like Sprite, it's lemon lime. I mean, I mean, if we're stri- sticking to strictly desserts, I, I do think a good lemon loaf can be a quality. What the frick is dessert. a lemon loaf? You've never had a lemon loaf? Google.com. Jesus Christ. How have you lemon not had a lemon loaf in your loaf. life? Look at this. Oh, oh, I, I've seen this before. You, yeah. I've seen I mean, this it's before. pretty, it's no, pretty because, good. No, because lemon flavored desserts are bad, dude. Like, I don't want like... I'm I'm eating a dessert, right? Like it's not supposed to taste healthy. Like a lemon's kind of a health thing. Like I'm not interested. People yeah. put you put lemon, you put a slice of lemon in your water. That's what you do because you're trying to be healthy. You're trying to get some flavoring. I don't need lemon in my cake. I mean, do you need apples? No, but I don't like a lot of apple flavors. I mean, apple pie is is, is apple pie is apple strudel. I, I, you can you can miss me with the apple strudel. Apple turnovers. Like you tell me, lemon is the best. Lemon flavored desserts are S tier. No, I'm. T- I told you I've already sold that take, but it, it's fine, it's good, but like I think you know lemon cookies, I mean they're fine. Uh, no, because I, lemon cookies wouldn't be a top five cookie. I didn't say they would be top five, but I don't think they're awful. You think they're awful? I do. I think they're terrible. You would dip it in mustard and call it terrible. I would. I. You know what? It probably could use the mustard in order for it Chris, to be better. I, I, no, I'm going to ask this a very serious question. Okay. Chris. What condiment do you think would be best used for a dessert? No. Okay. What's your problem with the color yellow? What do you mean? You've said some very mean things about mustard. You're now saying some very mean things about lemons. Sure. I, I need to know what your problem is with the color yellow. Yeah, but I, a honey I mustard like was my – That's the common denominator. Honey mustard was one of my top sauces. That's a yellow f- Yeah, but color. it's a mix, Chris. So, so you just sauce the, is yellow. So it's just pure yellow that you don't like, Chris? I just don't like you're mustard, yellowist. dude. No, you're I like, yellowist? No, no, no. I, I, again, I like lemon. I like lemon-flavored things. The yellow Starburst, excellent. Oh yeah, stop, Chris. It's the worst of the. That's the worst. Of I did. I didn't say it was the best. I just said it was excellent. No, no, no. It's not excellent because it's the worst. No, because all Starbursts are excellent. Would be my. Would be my take. No, not not all Starbursts are excellent. I'm trying to think of other yellow foods that I like. It's kind of, um, it's kind of few and far between, to be honest with you. You may be honest. Not, on here. not not a lot of yellow foods. Oh, I, I mean, I guess technically, like nacho chips. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm a fan brown. of nachos. I like cheese. Cheese is yellow. Yeah, some cheese. Yeah, some yellow cheese American yellow. cheese. Yellow, y- yeah, yellow, yellow, cheese. white, orange. Yeah, like there's there's some different different shades of, of that. Yeah, okay. I'm a big fan. I'm of looking cheese. around my kitchen to see yeah, if I can see, see anything I, that's yellow. It's I, all yellow. The flavor lemon's fine. Um, I just a dessert. Now give me give me a chocolate chip cookie. Right. Give me a brownie. Give me a. Sunday, give me soft serve ice lemon cream with vanilla sprinkles. I do not want a lemon brownie. No. Okay. I don't need uh, what's that lemon meringue pie. Don't need any of that. Lemon meringue. Honestly, pie is kind of overrated. It's a good take. Other than apple pie, I would agree with the take. Yeah, I mean apple apple pie is in its class of its own, but the rest of the pies are whatever. All right, we have a pair of Hall of Fame takes from our good friend Sam Teets. Okay. Take number one. This is the order eligible wide receivers not in the Hall of Fame should be enshrined in. Andre okay. Johnson, Tory Holt. Steve Smith Sr., Reggie Wayne, Heinz Ward, Jimmy Smith. 
I think the order is right. I'm debating whether or not I want to put Jimmy Smith in the Hall of Fame. Oof. I want to move I want to move Reggie Wayne up the list. It, it could be a personal bias because I grew up watching Reggie Wayne play. Yeah. I grew up watching a lot of these guys play. Yeah, I I don't know why Reggie Reggie Wayne sticks in my head more than Steve Smith. I was an AFC guy, right? The Jets back in the day, yeah. you didn't get to watch a lot of NFC football. So Steve Smith was so good too. He, he but was. they're close. It's the same tier for me. Like I'm not gonna fight you on Andre that. Johnson in a tier all by himself. Yeah. So you want to remove Jimmy Smith from the list entirely. I'm I'm, I'm afraid Jimmy Smith is Hall of Very Good. Ooh. Hold on. I, 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 I would need more time to look it up. That's my initial reaction. I know he had like, what, he had like 12,000 yards or something. Like, I, I know. 12,287 yards and 67 touchdowns. <sighs> he had, I mean, Jamie, in 1999, he had a year in which he had 1,636 receiving yards. Yeah, he did. Maybe I need to reconsider that. He led the league in receptions that year yeah, with 116. Five, five Pro Bowls. Five Pro Bowls. You know, I think it's part of the bias because like half his career came before I was really started to watch and then half his career came afterward. I mean, his year, him really not having a bad year aside from like, Oh three has been, is kind of a big deal. No, three, uh, 95. Oh, three wasn't, I mean, Oh three was 805 receiving yards. Every yeah. Other year I mean, missed had. time. Yeah. But Jimmy hmm. Smith, I, I think you might, need right. to, I think you might need to apologize. I, th- I, yeah, I think I, my dog is very upset that I, my dog is a big Jimmy Smith. Fan. Uh, clearly. Big Jimmy Smith. Clearly fan. upset. No, that, you know what? That you have not. You don't have Jimmy Smith in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I changed my mind. I, I, was I, it the I'm dog? Gonna, was gonna... it the dog barking at you? Yeah, yeah. Because she's I now a little. So. She's she's scaring you. You're a little scared now. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to mess with that. I just so, think you yeah, need to, I'm, I'm gonna take that. You need to apologize to Jimmy Smith because you were very sorry, quickly cast him away as Hall of Very Good, and now we did a deep dive. I'm sorry, Jimmy Smith. I think you are at least have a case. Uh, okay, the the part two of this Hall of Fame take from Sam: If Edwin James is in the Hall of Fame. Then Sean Alexander should be as well. Agreed. Okay, hold on. You're not an argument from me. Hold on. I think Sean Alexander absolutely deserves it. Let's do the work. Sean Alexander was the first football jersey I ever bought. Was a Sean Alexander away Seahawks jersey. Does my guy have a big enough peak? Does my guy have a big enough peak? Sounds like a personal question. He's got He's got five years in which he had over 1,000 yards. 1,300 in 2001, 1,100 in 2002. I do think running backs deserve to be graded on a little bit of a different scale. Is a five-year peak big enough? I think so. One, he, he does have an MVP trophy, Offensive Player of the Year, three Pro Bowls, 1,880 yards in 2005 and 27 touchdowns. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. Like, that 01 through 05 stretch well, was well, and that's, dominant. And that's the peak I'm referencing. Like That's the peak that you would have to use to put Sean Alexander in yeah. the Hall of Fame. Because after I, that, I there's not a, a whole lot going on. I mean, if you get, when you put if you put Terrell Davis in, like, I'm more willing to discuss the peak, shorter peaks with running backs than I am any other position. Yeah, Even I, in that era, I know it's not quite the modern era, but I would agree. And let's compare. Let's compare Edgerin, James, didn't spell Cardinal his, I didn't spell his name correctly at all, but it got to the right page. Uh, let's look. What? what, what so he had those first two years in India in which he was excellent, right? His rookie year where he had 1,553 yards, led the league, and then 2,000 when he had 1,709. And then he dropped off because he got hurt and only played six games in 2001. And then in 2002, he had 989 yards. But then went on a stretch where he, where he himself had five seasons of 1,000-plus yards. See, he's got more good years than Sean Alexander Yeah, does. but so I, I don't think that the now, He doesn't argument... have the MVP – but he's got seven years of 1,000-plus yards. He's got an Offensive Rookie of the Year award. Yeah. He's got one, two, three. He's got four Pro Bowls. 
And look, and I understand. I don't think Edron James is actually the comp that we need to discuss here. And I understand there's some postseason aspect. It's Terrell Davis is the one we need to have the conversation about. Okay. Do you have it's his Terrell handy? Davis versus Sean Alexander? Yeah. Because his peak's only a four year peak. Okay. But he ended up playing only seven seasons. So 78 games, had 7,600 yards, 60 touchdowns, had an MVP, two time offensive player of the year, three time Pro Bowler. And I know obviously he, he had he had a really special run in on the way to the Super Bowl in 97 in the 97 season. But like if you want to talk about short peak running backs that are Hall of Famers and he went in in 107, like that's the conversation. Because to me, I, I I don't know how you look at what like go pull up their numbers side by side. I can't tell me what that Sean Alexander wasn't as good as Terrell Davis. I agree. I, I I think I think Sean Alexander should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm just saying, comparing him to Edwin James was yeah. was a it was a losing argument. I yeah. think. I, yeah, I, I think TD the the TD comparison is is better. It's more apt for this conversation specifically. We have two more takes, and one okay. of which is a tattle take. This comes from this comes from Dolphins Grace. Dolphins Just Grace tattle take. Dolphins Grace sent in the tattle take. It's not about Dolphins okay. Grace. Okay, but this is the tattle. This take. is the tattle take. Okay. State comes from Bruce Irons NFL on Twitter, apparently. Okay. Christian Watson. Oh, God. Has a higher ceiling than. Let's see if Jamie can fill in the blank of the player that, that Bruce Irons put in here. He has a higher ceiling than Justin Jefferson. That's exactly what the tweet says. Christian Watson has a higher ceiling than Justin Jefferson. But, Jamie, the tweet does not end there. Tail of the tape. Height. Watson. Weight. Watson. Oh, Speed. Watson. Acceleration. Watson. Watson has no physical limitations and show big plate ability in limited time coming off an injury. Not saying he's better or even that he will be better, just has more potential. What am I going to do with this take? So the logic to this take is that because he is taller and faster. And fatter, too, his, technically. That, he, that he has he the wait higher upside. Well, remember, the original take, the original tweet Is, it, said, is this Al Davis? <laughs> Christian Watson has a higher ceiling than Justin Jefferson. And then proceeds to end the take with not saying he's better or even that he will be better. He just has more potential. He doesn't. Well, if but I'm sorry. If you're going to wade into these waters and make this kind of claim, don't backtrack like that at the end. Go all in or all out. Don't 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 backpedal. This takes making my head hurt. This is it's it's ridiculous. And this is the worst like, part is I like Christian Watson a lot, but he's not I, I Justin do Jefferson. I I think what makes this take particularly frustrating for me is everybody's got some outlandish take, oh, present funny. company included, with 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 some player. Yeah, Derek Carr for me. And a lot of it is just, uh, but the logic is flawed. Is so unbelievably stupid here. <laughs> it's not great that I can't even give this a, a dignified response. Because if if you wanted to say that, that this X player has higher upside because of and you list all of these different factors and blah 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 blah, like, okay, like you're wrong, but I could see it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. Uh, thought I'd share this that. It's just ridiculous. Well, tattle take entry. That's all I show. have to say about from Mr. B Irons or whatever. Uh, Bruce Twitter. Irons NFL on Twitter. Um, Bruce Irons NFL on Twitter. Our last take comes from Alex. Of all the roller coaster team performances between the NFL and college, the most enjoyable is riding the lane train because you never know where it will stop. So discussing Lane Kiffin in Old Miss. I can't yeah. think of a of an immediate I'm trying rebuttal. to think of 
Yeah, I don't know. The Mike McCarthy who's... roller coaster in Dallas has the been Mike has... McCarthy roller coaster. I think like the Mike Leach roller coaster, rest in peace, um, has was yes, that an was... enjoyable journey. Yes. Um, I think the Chip Kelly yeah. roller coaster can be fun at times. Yeah. It's been a short roller coaster, though, at different spots. At UCLA um, in particular, he hasn't. The roller coaster has just kind of gone around in a circle. It's one of those kitty roller coasters. It just goes around. You kind of forget he's there's, there, right? There's no bumps on that roller coaster. Yeah, you kind of yeah, forget. Yeah, you forget he's, he's there because they're not good and they're leaving. But they're not bad enough to fire him. No, so, like, no, no, just no. Kind of, yeah. It's just kind of like he's just kind of there. I think I agree with this um, take because I can't immediately. I, I, you know, I, I can't, yeah, I can't immediately think of. Right. Uh, yeah, because other ones, like you can think of some roller coasters like in other sports, but usually it ends in sorrow. So this is about enjoying the the train. So the lane train. I'll, you know, I'll buy this take. Yeah, I'm going to buy this take as well. I will I, buy this take. I can't think of another one that immediately uh, jumps out to me. That I'm is feeling generous here in the last day of June. That, think, right? Like This is June the last day of June. Yes, June, 30. June doesn't have a 31st no, day, right? No they didn't add one. Okay, no, yeah. we're good. Uh, that is going to do it for us here on this edition of the show. We appreciate every single one of you being here, uh, enjoying the shows all week long. We've got a fun one for you next week. We are getting back into the props discussions. We've got QB props. We've got running back props all for you next week on the show. So we hope you enjoy that. In the meantime, please rate, review, subscribe, share the podcast. Greatly appreciate that video version of the show available on YouTube, the Draft Network. Do all the things over there. Like, subscribe, comment, turn on the notification bell. We hope everybody has a fantastic weekend, and we will talk to you all on Monday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.